I love wine, but sometimes it can get really expensive, which is why I'm so excited that today's episode is brought to you by Last Bottle Wines. If you don't know, they're a Napa-based online wine shop with a twist. They offer just one hand-picked wine per day until it sells out, which is often in hours. So new day, new wine, always at incredible prices. We're talking 30 to 70% off retail. And the best part is that there's no subscriptions, no fees, and no minimum purchase. Just a daily email with a really great wine. They're offering Datable listeners 10% off your first order with code Datable. And now is such a great time to join as their marathon sale is coming up on March 28th and 29th. They flip that one-day rule on its head and offer back-to-back deals, which means that wines are only up on the site for a couple minutes at a time and shipping is 100% free. They send us a mini marathon package of some of their favorites and let me tell you, they were delicious. Sign up at lastbottlewines.com and use the code DATABLE and find out why Last Bottle is the most fun way to discover and buy amazing wine. We are so thrilled to be partnering with Hinge. Hinge is the dating app designed to be deleted. As you all know, I'm a huge Hinge advocate as I met my partner of almost three years on the app. Even before meeting him, Hinge was always my go-to app because I met more relationship-minded people here and had some great dates. Clearly, I haven't been on the app for a little while, but I re-downloaded it to check out some of the new features. One that stood out to me was the voice prompt, my best friend's take on why you should date me, where your friend can hype you up. Not only does this make the profile creation less daunting, but it's not always easy to see your own green flags. So to test it out, I asked UA some fun prompts to get her take on what I could put if I was dating again. So the first one, how long have we known each other? What was your first impression of me and how has that changed? Julie and I have known each other for almost 10 years. My first impression of Julie was that she's very social, but I've learned that she has a lot more depth to her beyond the social butterfly that she is. My next prompt, what do you think are my green flags? I would say she's deeply loyal. She believes in love, curious mindset, and she is fearlessly ambitious. And then last but not least, what kind of friend am I? Julie is the kind of friend who will always have your back, no matter what. Damn, that feels nice to hear. So download Hinge and try voice prompts today. Then find someone worth deleting the app for. Hi, I'm Yui Xu. And I'm Julie Kraftchik. We're active daters turned dating sociologists. Here to dive into everything modern dating and relationships. Welcome. Welcome to the Dateable Podcast. Hello, Thanksgiving week, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Dateable. We are doing our duet version for this week. It's just Woo-hoo. Julie and I talking about a very hot topic, cuffing season, but we have a cool twist on it. Yes. I love duet. I'm like kind of envisioning us as like a girl band. I think it should happen. <laughs> well, just to say that that's not going to be in our future. I don't know about you, but no one wants to hear me sing. So maybe speaking is more in our cards as a duet. All right. With AI and technology, you do not need to be a good singer. You just need to have charisma. True. That is it. But we are talking about cuffing season. You're all very familiar with cuffing season, right? This is the time of the year where the weather gets a little cooler. People are thinking about the holidays and thinking about wanting to get into a relationship and being very active on dating apps and overall feeling of thirstiness is what I would call this season. I will say this is maybe an unpopular opinion, but I actually hate cuffing season. And I think part of it is that I don't 
don't get it because I live on the West Coast where it's not super cold, right? So I acknowledge I don't maybe understand the full part of it. But I did live in Boston up until I was 25. And maybe I was young enough to just bear the cold and not let it get in my way. So I get it. I'm maybe not the target audience. But it is what you just said, like thirstiness. Like that's what it comes off to me as desperation, immediately taking action, not really vetting, being intentional. All the stuff that we preach on this podcast goes out the window with cuffing season for this self-induced pressure. And that part just kills me about it. Even the most confident, secure people I know somehow right after Thanksgiving just go haywire and they think I must find a partner. They go into this mode of just looking for their person every corner, every stop sign, every coffee shop. And they forget to enjoy the moment. I think this is a time of the year where the time goes by even faster. Yeah. Every time by November, everyone always goes, oh, my God, it's almost the end of the year. Oh, my God, it's almost January. Yeah. And so with everyone feeling this thirst to find someone, the time goes by even faster. And before you know it, you're like, how did I spend the end of the year? I don't even remember. Do you see it as much in LA, like as you did in New York, or do you think it is more prominent in the colder weather? I think it's definitely more prominent in the colder weather. When I lived in New York, it was palpable. You like go yeah. out on the street and you're like, everyone's in heat. <laughs> People are on the lookout. But I think in LA, everyone's in their cars too. So you don't mm. really feel that energy. But I bet you anything, if I open any dating app right now, it'd be yeah. hyperactive. Probably people are getting more messages than normal. Yeah, we know January too is just through the roof. I think it's like the combo of the cold weather plus new year, new me, you know, start it all off right. It just explodes. So I totally feel you in this sense of it's this feeling like I need to lock it down ASAP. Mm hmm. In cuffing season, there's so much media around it, too, of news outlets and just like bad articles on Cosmo, if that's even still a thing. I feel like they still surface somehow. Yep. It's like how to get someone before cuffing season, like it's your last chance at love. Yeah, there's this sense of urgency, which is, I think, what bothers me the most about this time of the year. Like, this is your last chance before January to find someone. Yeah. Otherwise, you're going to die alone in the new year. Before the end of the year. Right? Yeah. It's like this fear mongering. <laughs> and I don't know where that comes from. There's nothing wrong with wanting to find your person. I think wanting to find your person because of no. a specific season is what's wrong with cuffing season. Right. It implies that you're going to just take anyone, not <laughs> the right person. And that is clearly not what this podcast stands for and what personally do not believe is the key to long-term success and happiness with a partnership at all. And without fail, every year during cuffing season, everyone's left disappointed by the time <laughs> January comes yes. around because you may be hot and heavy with someone November, December, and then you go away for the holidays or the holidays consume you and communication drops off and yes. ghosting and disappointment and someone just slow fading. All of that shit happens because by January, people are thinking about the new year and not thinking about making this relationship work. I actually think starting a new relationship right now 
is probably the worst time. Yeah. Because think about like how many expectations there are. It's like, do we get each other gifts for the holidays? Do we go to each other's holiday parties? Do we tell our parents about each other? It's like you've only known each other for a month. It's especially tricky because as soon as the holidays are over, so there's all of those questions with that. And then pretty soon after is Valentine's Day. So everyone's yes. anxious all of January. Like, oh, my God, are we, are we spending Valentine's Day together? Is this going to be a thing? I don't want it to be a thing, but it might be a thing. This just feels so pressure induced, like every part of it. It's like, honestly, it's giving me anxiety and I'm not even single <laughs> right now. And I feel anxious. Me too. Me too. So we are challenging you all to think about cuffing season a little bit differently. While everybody else, all the people who don't listen to Dateable are out there during cuffing season trying to find someone. What if we changed it? What if we call this time of the year fluffing season? Fluffing season. <laughs> I love that. It's like for the non-dateable people out there, you do your thing. We're going to you know, be a little more strategic here and we're doing fluffing season on this side of the house. So what is fluffing season? <laughs> Yue and I had this revelation when we were on our retreat and we're like, you know what? There needs to be this period that you really like hone in on yourself and what you need and take that time to reset, refresh, do all the things you need to do to become relationship ready. And what better time is this frantic period where, let's be honest, half these relationships are probably going to end in January or February anyways. Mm -hmm. So you're no better place than where you started off. But it's actually this mentality of sometimes needing to slow down to speed up because by doing that, you get more clear about what you're looking for. You end up being with the right person, not just any person. So I'm 100% for this like hibernation period. It's kind of like when you think about it with like bears, right? It's like mm -hmm. they hibernate when there's not enough food. So when you know that everyone's not away and preoccupied, it's kind of the same thing. Like why give your energy to dating at that moment when it's actually not sustainable for the long term. And by actually persevering and playing the long game a little more, it could actually help you, you know, stay nourished the whole year. And we're not saying don't go out and date. Yeah. And we're not saying take a break from dating. We are just saying instead of being in a place of chasing and being thirsty, what if you come a place of attracting? You are working on yourself. You are focusing all of your attention on yourself to be in a place where you're attracting the right people and not chasing after the wrong people. And this happens because why people go into cuffing season mode is because during the summer, so much going on. You're probably not at home a lot. You don't have much alone time. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of traveling. There's just a lot of distractions. And then all of a sudden, when the weather cools and the season turns, even on the West Coast, there is a shift because people go more inward. There is more time alone, maybe at home by yourself. And people freak out when that happens. That's why they want to distract themselves even more with dating. What if you just leaned into the being by yourself time, leaned into alone time, dating yourself, 
and really honing in on what you want to do the most for yourself. People will call this self-love, but you can call it whatever you want. But it's going more inward and leaning into that while everybody else is trying to chase the outward distractions. No, I think that's a really good point of view, though, is I think the difference is when you're in cuffing season mentality, it's go, go, go. It's I'm going to set up as many dates, not going to think and reflect. I'm just going to keep doing it. It's a numbers game. We're just going to keep going. And eventually I'll find that person to relieve me of, you know, being single during the holidays. And the difference with fluffing season, it's not that again, you have to like get rid of all of your apps and totally take a dating hiatus, but you're balancing your life a bit more. You're saying like, sure, I'll just keep dating, but I'm not going to get hung up on all this. And, you know, if there's like a lull with dating because of the holidays, that's cool. Like, I'll meet that person eventually. I'm going to use that time to better myself, whether that's, you know, reflecting on what I need in a partner in a relationship or just living life, having fun and see who comes into your orbit. So it's removing that pressure when this is such a pressure induced time. And why do we call it fluffing season? You may have (laughs) heard the reference to fluffers in porn. These are the people whose sole (laughs) job is to get the guy ready to have sex. So you can imagine what that looks like. It's getting you ready, getting you prepped. Because there's so much that could happen in the new year, why not prep yourself and get ready to be the best version of yourself come the new year? When everybody else is working on their new year resolutions, you're like, dude, I already worked on them in November. (laughs) You are so ahead of the game. And once people start giving up on their new year's resolutions, you've already achieved your goals that you set out for yourself. Like what a great place to be. Like you all were so busy cuffing each other. I was fluffing my feathers, getting (laughs) myself ready. And now I'm ahead of the game. Love it. Love a good porn reference callback here. <laughs> Who doesn't? <laughs> you kind of alluded to why this is a good time of year, but I want to go into that a bit more. But before we do, let's take a quick break to hear from some of our sponsors. We're partnering with NoCD to raise awareness about OCD. OCD is more than what you see on TV and in the movies. Imagine having unwanted thoughts about your relationship stuck in your head all day, no matter how hard you try to make them go away. That's relationship OCD. It comes with unrelenting, intrusive images, thoughts, and urges about your partner or loved one. If you think you may be struggling with relationship OCD, there's hope. NoCD offers effective, affordable, and convenient OCD therapy. NoCD therapists are trained in exposure response prevention therapy, the gold standard treatment for OCD. With NoCD, you can do virtual live face-to-face video sessions with one of their licensed, specialty-trained therapists. It's affordable, and they accept most major insurance plans. Breaking the relationship OCD cycle takes effective treatment. To get started with NoCD, go to nocd.com slash d-a-t-e-a-b-l-e to book a free 15-minute call. This episode is sponsored by Via. We all know there are things that can help set the mood in the bedroom, but did you know a little THC could also do that? Yes, Via has developed a unique blend of pleasure-enhancing cannabinoids, libido-strengthening herbs, and a low dose of THC all into one mind-blowing gummy called High Love. This gummy, wow, it will awaken your senses, increase blood flow, and intensify any sexual experience. I've been pleasantly surprised by the High Love gummies because it is just the right amount of 
of THC for me to have a good time without feeling sleepy. And hey, if THC is not your thing, Via also offers a wide array of other gummies without it. And everything legally ships in 50 states with discreet packaging directly to your door. So if you're over 21, you can get 15% off and a free pack of award-winning Dreams THC plus CBN sleep gummies with our exclusive code DATEABLE at ViaHemp.com. That's V-I-I-A-H-E-M-P.com. Let the gummies work their magic. Head to ViaHemp.com and use the code DATEABLE to receive 15% off and one free sample of their sleepy dream gummies. That's ViaHemp.com and use the code D-A-T-E-A-B-L-E at checkout. Take your passion and pleasure to a whole new level with high love from Via Hemp. So why now? Why is this the perfect time for fluffing season? Other than the fact that we don't like cuffing season, I also think it's just a good time of year. I personally think end of year, it's a nice reflection time. Like I feel like there's so much pressure to get everything done by the end of the year. But I think, you know, the end of the year is a great time for reflecting because it can show you how far you've come and where you want to go. Like you said, so you can be set up for the new year, especially when we know that dating activity is through the roof in January. And we also know that it does slow down a bit in December, right near the holidays. So I think it's a good time to, of course, stay on the apps, talk to people, be out there, but don't put that pressure on that, like, you need to find that relationship. Whatever happens, happens. It's almost like whatever dates you go on are training wheels for that next year that you're coming into. This is such a great test of how much you can fight your lizard brain. <laughs> Cuffing season is purely out of lizard brain and fluffing seasons out of intentionality, coming from your heart, thinking with intention and doing with intention. This doesn't just apply to this time of the year. It's any time of the year or any time in your life where you feel like, oh, I feel an urgency to do something because mm. that's what your lizard brain wants you to do. How can you slow down and step back and think, is that what I really want to do? And why fluffing season is so important to me personally is because after the breakup, my lizard brain definitely was like, go distract yourself, go date, go find people, go socialize. And I stepped back and said, I don't want to do that because I've done that in the past. I just got to work on myself. I got to focus attention on myself, give myself as much love as possible. And I can't tell you how healing that was for me during that time in my life. And it wasn't coving season. It wasn't any season. It was just UA's own fluffing season. I think the other piece too is like, let's say you did the self-reflection, you've done the self-love, not that it's not an ongoing process because we know it is. Let's say you are ready to meet that person. I think this time of year, there's so many good IRL events if you seek them out. It doesn't mean that you need to like give up on finding your person during this time, but maybe your emphasis isn't rampantly swiping and it's more about just living life and see who comes into your orbit that way. I feel like any like holiday gift giving, like white elephant party, like if it's a friend of friend or something that can expand social circles that way or there's a lot of like holiday galas, my favorite every year is there's a crab feed that's at communal table there's just so many opportunities this time of year. So if we're just so hung up and singular focused, we miss out on all the great things that are going on in the holiday season. 
Great point. And I think this is a good time to brainstorm some ways you can fluff right now. <laughs> what are some things you could be doing to fluff your feathers and get yourself ready for the new year? This is the perfect time of the year to be vain. Do all the vanity shit, all the things like getting your hair done, getting your nails done, like do all the spa shit, like <laughs> get your lashes, whatever. Do all the vanity stuff because give yourself permission to do that, to really just spoil yourself. I mean, for most of the year, so many of us talk ourselves out of these like mm. vanity treatments because we're like, no, it's fine. I don't need it. I don't need to be so superficial or vain. But there is also a time where you can do that and <laughs> be happy to do that. Why wouldn't you give yourself that gift? So I'm getting my massages. I'm getting all my shit done. I'm getting all my situations situated. Let's just say that. <laughs> also schedule time for yourself. We schedule our meetings. We schedule our time with our friends. Why not schedule some time like an hour a day just for yourself? Actually put it on your calendar and maybe even say like my fluffing time. <laughs> you know, that's your whatever you do in that hour is only for you. And so you don't get distracted with all the other things on your to-do list. And another idea, which Julie already alluded to, is like get as social as possible. Go see your family and friends. Really get yourself in that mode of being amongst company that you love, not just talking to people for the sake of talking to people, but being around people you care about and people who care about you. And I know that the holidays brings up a lot for people. We hear this all the time of, I don't want to talk to family and friends about my relationship status at Thanksgiving when they inevitably ask me, or at Christmas, I'm going to be the only person that's not there with a significant other. We know this brings up a lot for you, but I say lean into that. Like Use this time to really get crystal clear of like, what is it that you really want in a partner? Like, why do you want that relationship? Like, what is it? Because sometimes we just say we want a relationship and we're not clear. And then we end up not picking the right people because of that. Mm. So get that clarity. Like, what better time to get clarity than to be like sitting in the cold, temperate weather with like a fireplace going, you know, hot chocolate at hand. Like, I feel like that's the reflection time that everyone needs to take. So carve that out. Have that in your fluffing time. Julie, what are some good questions people can ask themselves during this time? I like the question of what is it that I'm looking for in a partner and what does an ideal relationship look like? If you could have... Mm -hmm a blue sky brainstorm with yourself on just throw out everything you know about relationships and you can build a relationship from scratch, what would that look like? Maybe ask yourself, what is the one thing I want to accomplish during fluffing season? Just one goal I'd be so proud of myself for doing. A question my friend asked me the other day as a way to wrap up the year is, by December 31st, what would I have to have accomplished for me to feel good about wrapping up that year. Fast forward to the end of the year to do that. I'm a huge proponent of doing this type of reflection. I've talked about this before, but I remember like when I was in therapy and really like, you know, reflecting on parts of my life and where I was going and, you know, why wasn't I having the relationships I wanted to? I did an exercise that looked at month by month what had gone on in my love life 
in the last year. And I think it's so easy if we're single to just be like, I've been dating, nothing's worked out, I'm still single. Mm. But there's probably been a lot of mini wins along the way, whether that's a connection that you felt that opened your heart in some capacity, or even just something you learned about what you're looking for. So I say document it, like write that down, because I think having that will give you a feeling of accomplishment, even if like your end goal of being in a relationship wasn't met. Yeah, the goals that you want to meet are the ones you can control. Being in a relationship is not something you can control, but getting yourself out there is something you can control. That's a goal that many of you have already accomplished. Opening myself up, being more vulnerable on dates, that's a goal that you can control. Yeah. Maybe these are some of the goals that you want to carry on for the rest of the year. And I think what you're bringing up, Julie, is such a great point. Is like, this is a time to wrap up the year. Yeah. So many of us, and I'm so guilty of this, is that end of the year, I'm frantic thinking about the next year, thinking about, oh my God, all the shit I didn't do this year. I don't actually carve out the intentional time to wrap up the year in a nice bow. I don't think by January, I'm like, whoa, what happened in 2023? I don't want that to happen again. Now you have these two months to really just like nicely wrap up the year. I'm such a proponent of taking breaks and dating. We hear people always say like, I uninstalled the apps. And a lot of times it's just coming from frustration. I don't know if I agree with like that mentality of just uninstalling, reinstalling, but I agree with (laughs) this feeling of I'm going to take a break to nourish my soul and what I'm actually looking for in dating. And that break can be a week, it can be a month, it can be a year, you got to do what's right for you. So I don't think there's like a prescribed time amount. But I know for myself, like I did take a year off of dating at one point. And in retrospect, it was probably the best thing I did for myself, because I saw that I was going through patterns and choosing the same types of people over and over again. And something had to change. Like I needed to do something differently. And by taking that intentional time, it's like that is what propels you forward. So at the end of the year, having that wrap up time, taking that time, I think that's what's going to like let you get going on the next year instead of feeling like I need to frantically like finish off this year. What are some other like wrap up questions people can ask themselves that you've asked yourself before? So this isn't a question, but I think during that year, I remember doing this exercise and this actually came from a past guest of ours, Amy Spencer. We had her on a long, long time ago is a book that she wrote called Finding Your Half Orange. Basically, her whole book was like, don't do what you think you should be doing with dating. Like she would hate cuffing season if she was to write about it. (laughs) Yeah. Because like her whole thing was like how she used to plan her life around singles events or places that she could meet people. And she realized like her goal to be in a relationship was to get happy. So why not just be happy now? Like, why do all this stuff to get there? And that doesn't mean that you're like giving up on finding that person. It's just that you're actually doing things that make you happy, including dating as an element of your life, not as your entire life. So that's kind of her context. But one of the things she said in that book that stuck with me is, again, it's not that you're like giving up on finding this person, but it's being more intentional when intentional wasn't a word back then. (laughs) But it was thinking about like, it was a visualization about like, how do I want to spend like a holiday or my birthday 
with my partner? Or how do I want to come home at the end of the day and see my partner? So it was a lot about like, how can you visualize what is it that you actually want? And I think sometimes it's easier to do that than to write it out. Like if someone says to you, like, what do you want in a relationship? Sometimes it's hard to like know where to start. But if you can think about how you want to feel in a relationship. And I think the holiday time is a perfect time to think about this. So like if you're sitting at that dinner table with all your siblings that have significant others and you feel lonely, think about what would it be like to have your significant other there? Are they engaged in conversation? Are they like holding your hand? Like, what are they doing? Like, think about all of that, helping cook. Like, there's all the things that you can do to bring that alive. I really do believe in manifestation in a bit of like, the more you think something is possible and you can see it, that it will happen. We also had another guest, another Amy, Amy Jin, who right before she met her now husband, did a similar visualization, but she really leaned into like how she felt Mm -hmm. all over from mind, body, and soul. So she sat down and thought, mapped out all of her relationships from her past and realized she had morphed into the other person. She had Mm. really just given up herself to please other people or to be in a relationship with them. She had to sacrifice her identity, her values. And so she sat down and said, what if I stand really strong and grounded in who I am and I meet my ideal partner? How would this person make me feel when I'm with them, Mm. when I wake up and I'm next to them, when it's a Sunday, when we're cooking together, when we're just doing the daily things that seem so mundane, like just walking? How would I feel around this person? And she said, I wouldn't want to waver anything less than that feeling is not the right person for me. I have to feel these feelings around that person. I love that you brought up that example because think about it. If she didn't have that fluffing time to reflect, Mm -hmm. she would just got into another relationship in cupping season. For sure. Got in the same pattern, been with someone that she morphed into. So that's why it's a perfect example of why taking that step back actually propels you 10 steps forward. And she did take a break, too. And even when she met her now husband, the feelings weren't initially there. Yeah. So she's like, nope, this is not the person for me. And only when their friendship had progressed and she started feeling what she was hoping to feel, that's when they started dating and they're now married with a kid. Not to say, like, this is not magic, okay? It's not like (laughs) you're going to do these visualizations and your person's going to (laughs) appear. It's not voodoo shit. It's more about getting so clear on what makes you feel good in a relationship. What is an ideal relationship for you? And there are factors you're going to realize there are factors you cannot control, like what that person looks like. Right. Okay. And what their background is like. All the stuff that you find on dating apps, those are not factors you can control. In fact, they're not even choices. What someone looks like is not their choice, but how they treat you and make you feel is a choice. Can you stand strong in who you are when you're looking for someone come January or February that you are so certain how you want to feel around this person? You wouldn't settle for anything less. I want to keep going, but before we do, let's take a quick break. 
We are so excited to share with you our new podcast, Exit Interview. Dates don't usually end with a satisfaction survey, and yet we rate everything in our lives, from Uber drivers to local coffee shops. So why don't we do the same thing when dating? We're here to conduct the ultimate romance review, featuring daters hungry for love who have agreed to call up old flames to gather honest feedback. Welcome to Exit Interview. He upgraded himself to business class while I was in economy. <laughs> Wait, wow. What? There's feedback that will make you cringe. She could be a little bit hard-headed, like not reading the writing on the wall. And feedback that will make you swoon. When she said that she had feelings for you. I had no idea. Really? <laughs> and maybe you'll learn a thing or two yourself about how you can be a better dater, lover, or partner. Obviously, like, Nia is going to learn something. I didn't expect this. Welcome to Exit Interview. Listen to Exit Interview on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I feel like we came up with some good ideas. What I'm hearing is, you know, take the time to reflect, use this time to get clear about what you're looking for, what's important to you, look at your past patterns, also celebrate your wins, look at what's been going good for you in the last year. Enjoy the holiday season. Take advantage of this time that there's so much social activity out there. There's opportunities to like pamper yourself, do all the self-love, do whatever you need to do. Go on friend dates, go on solo dates, go on date dates. That's cool. As long as you're not doing it because you're trying to meet some arbitrary timeline of, you know, cuffing season and when it's going to get cold out. And then, you know, the last one too with the holidays we get it that there are there is the pressure with family and all that, but how can we relieve that pressure? Because if it's not abundantly clear, like the worst thing that I personally think you could do for your love life is be with the wrong person. For years, I feel like I would have met my person earlier if I gave up on people that were not the right people for me. Mm. And of course, sometimes you need to go through the motions and learn, learn what works for you, learn what doesn't. So I'm not saying it's wasted time, but Instead of feeling like this pressure that like you need to be somewhere to report back to your family, it's more about just like, how do we appreciate where we are today and have the faith and have the hope that like, it's all going to work out for us. And even if it doesn't work out by December 31st, like it's going to work out. There's a new year. A lot more could happen. Yeah. Relieve yourself of the pressure. I think once you rise out of cuffing season and just watch all of the other people engaging in it, you'll realize how ridiculous it is and that you will feel you're at a different level. Like there is a level of peace if you can rise out of it. And that will relieve you from the family pressure, that will relieve you from the holiday pressure, relieve you from the weather pressure. It will just free you from everything that you think you should be doing. And you'll do all the things that you want to be doing. What a great way to end the year. Yeah. Like, you're going to do all the shit that you actually want to do. And why are we so afraid of the call too? like going into the cold season <laughs> without a partner? I mean, maybe we're not the right people to ask because we don't live in the really freezing cold. But I'm just like being nostalgic here for a second. I feel like there's nothing cozier, you know, like get your weighted blanket, do what you need to do to feel, you know, the feeling of someone. <laughs> it's like such a nice time to just be at home and to slow down the pace of life a little. It's like an excuse almost. It's kind of like COVID times, right? Right? Like, I can't go out because it's too cold and I'm just going to chill. And 
do what I need to do and give the self love and nourish yourself however you need to. But the other side is if you can go out, we've talked about this before, but like some of the best times to go out is when no one else is out. Mm. Like when you're in the crowded bars, when it's warm out, it's hard to beat other people because there's so many people out and about. But if you bear the snow, you bear the cold and you go to the bar, there's like four people there. You're probably going to talk to them because you have an instant conversation starter. So why are we so afraid of this time? I feel like being in a relationship could happen any time of the year, but for whatever reason, like propaganda has told us that it only happens in certain time frames. It's just not true. Yeah, I realize, I think, even in L.A., it does get a little bit cooler and it gets darker earlier. Yeah. So you feel like you have less of a chance to be outside during the day that if there's something so nice about just staying at home and cooking with someone, but that someone doesn't need to be a partner, a romantic partner. It can be anybody. So I'm going to start doing more dinner parties. Just have, if I want the warmth of humans, of like human bodies in my home, I can just invite them (laughs) into my home. And there's nothing cozier than like having your good friends around for good food and good drinks. I look back at before I met my partner, and I think I was in the best headspace I have ever been in dating, which I think is why dating wasn't so painful to me. And I actually met someone. And part of it was that I spent so much time with friends and close connections that gave me that feeling of connection. I wasn't using dating Mm -hmm. as a way to get there. And how much more attractive is that than someone that's like, I must find a partner by December 31st, like desperation (laughs) dating. Like we're not desperate at dateable. Like that's Mm -hmm. that's what we need to say is like, we're just going to be fulfilled in general in our lives. And then that is what attracts someone into your life. Some of you may be saying, all right, love all this preaching about fluffing season, but I've been single all year and I'm ready to find my person or I've been single for five years or I've been single for 10 years. I'm just so done. I just want to find my person. Here's how you can shift your mindset around that and really turn inward with fluffing season is instead of thinking, oh, I've been single for so long. Think about how can I make these last two months of the year the best single months Yeah, yet? Because it's changing for you. (laughs) Why do you think that it's going to improve just because you found someone? Maybe it won't. (laughs) Maybe your life won't get better just because you're in a relationship. If you truly believe you have control over your life and your happiness, why not maneuver in a way that you're going to have an epic end of the year as a single person? I used to love end of the year as a single person. And I, I do some of it today, but I don't do it as much as I used to. Like go to all the holiday parties. UA, we used to go to a lot of them and it was really, really fun. Yeah, we did. And I miss that time. So it's like, even if you're like, I've been single forever, I say, you know, cherish that time because you don't know what's around the corner. You might not be going out as much. So whatever stage you're in, it's like, how do I just maximize that stage? Another way to maximize your time is by enrolling in our Finding (laughs) Your Person program. We are bringing it back for just a week. We're reopening up this program, which sells out every time. So it's time to 
really get on it if you've been thinking about it. We have limited spots open because there is some one-on-one attention or two-on-one attention, <laughs> Julie and I and you. That's where the two-on-one <laughs> comes from, in case you're wondering. Thanks for that clarification. So we are limiting the spots. Yeah, I know. It's like, hmm, oh, there's a threesome involved? Wow, that's, that's, a, that's a lot. That's a good uh, deal. No, we do not offer yeah. that in this program. <laughs> that's a whole other program that we offer on OnlyFans. But on this one, we offer something less R-rated and uh, more useful, I guess, for you all. It's We do give you some individual attention and the course itself does take, there's about eight hours of course material, depending on how fast you listen through each section, but it is self-paced. It is a combination of workbook and audio. And again, this individual attention that Julie and I will give you, this is something that is like Truly, this is the perfect time of the year to do it because you want to quiet your mind. You want to be alone. You want to give this course intentional time. We've had people start the course during a very busy time in their lives and they had to come back and pick it back up when things settled. So take advantage of this time of the year when things do slow down and it's a perfect way to fluff your way into finding your person. This is the perfect time for this program. We were thinking about when do we relaunch it? And this is clearly it because, you know, end of year, such a good reflection time as we talked about with fluffing season. So we're going to be opening this program for one week only. It's going to open on Black Friday all the way to the third at midnight PST. And for one day only on Black Friday, we're going to be giving 20% off using the code fluffing. And you can go to our website, datablepodcast.com slash programs or findingyourperson.com. Both of them link to the same place and you can sign up. We've had a few cohorts of people who've been through the program and hands down, people have felt like this was a life-changing course because it changes your mindset around dating and the type of relationship you're looking for. It's the perfect type of reflection program, but also know that you're going to have to do some work. It's not fluffing. (laughs) There's no fluff here. (laughs) It's a lot of really hard work that takes you through some reflective exercises, really identifying your patterns and your blind spots and really challenging you on why you've dated the way you've done it and how you can do things differently that benefits you. So you're putting in a lot of mental work into this program and it's perfect for anyone who wants to take the time to reflect, Mm -hmm. who wants to identify the patterns that may be holding them back. And for anybody who just wants to find a different approach, maybe like you've been dating for years and years and years and you've been in a ton of relationships, but you keep seeing the same patterns arise where you keep seeing the same results and you're just like, you know what? I got to do something different. This is the perfect program because it will disrupt the way you normally think about dating, the way you normally date. And there's a lot of action too, a lot of tactical tips, a lot of ways to get better matches, meet more people. All that's in there too is eight hours. We said eight hours of audio plus bonuses. There's a lot in here, but the best part is, you know, this is all self-paced. You can do that in January too. You can use the rest of the year to reflect and then hit the ground running January 1st when we know it's the busiest time on apps. And once you enroll in the course, you have access to that material for 
your lifetime. So we've had people tell us, they go back to specific mm-hmm. chapters because it applies, it's relevant during that time in their lives. Like we have a whole section on DTR, yeah, right? So like once you're ready to DTR, you go back to that section again. Julie and I even go back to the course and we're like, oh, really stuck on this one thing. I want to look back to what we even said during that time. It's just like really relevant during many stages of dating and even when you get into a relationship. So just know you have access to all that material for a lifetime. We just had a nice call with one of our cohort members that was like, I need to revisit the DTR part. We're like, damn, this works. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's a good problem to have that you need to go back to the DTR section. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) It will just open up your world. I think this is like if manifestation was put in more scientific terms, it'd be our program because this (laughs) is a way of manifesting your person, but step by step directly. Not just like visualize the person that you want to be with. No, you could do that too. It's fun, but this goes way deeper. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> cool. Well, I'm so glad that we were able to unpack fluffing season. Hopefully, this gives you the ammunition to slow down, not feel the pressure. Fuck cuffing season. I'm gonna say it. Fuck cuffing season. It doesn't matter. There's no timeline. Like, there's no reason you can't find love in January or February versus November and December. It's all bullshit. So the more you could just not let it get in your way, take the time you need to set yourself up for success slow down to speed up that's what we're hoping you're taking away from this all right fluff away datables and (laughs) we need a shirt like fluff away (laughs) (laughs) fluff away (laughs) or what the fluff yeah oh my god there's so many things we could do with this (laughs) here's an idea for you all would you please leave us a rating and review <laughs> in Apple Podcasts and give us five stars, but in the body of your review, give us some ideas of what this fluffing season t-shirt could look like. We have two ideas so far with the fluff and fluff away. Any other ideas you have? I think it'd be hilarious without any context. You just write whatever your proposed slogan is for fluffing season. And that really helps us too. Yeah. And if you have other ideas for fluffing season, we talked about a lot of the stuff you can do. Also drop that in the reviews and we'll make sure to read some of those on air for to keep the gift of fluffing season going. Okay. We're going to wrap up this episode. We'll see all you fluffers next week. Stay dateable. The Dateable Podcast is part of the Frolic Media Network. Find more podcasts you'll love at frolic.media slash podcasts. You can follow us on Instagram at Dateable Podcast and visit datablepodcast.com for access to all the episodes and our premium programs. Also, make sure to subscribe today if you haven't already on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast platform so you are the first to get all the latest episodes. And most importantly, stay dateable.